The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a monster Monday that we're actually recording and posting on a Sunday night presented by DraftKings. Love those dudes over at DraftKings. Speaking of loving DraftKings, love that they got Dan Lebetard aboard the ship of what they're doing over there because that is today's guest thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed his show over the years looking forward to talking with dan and for you guys to get a chance to hear from a guy i think is about as smart and as thoughtful as any member of the media that's out there we will have a spread the word winner via social media this week easiest contest i know of at ross tucker pod at Ross Tucker NFL, please just quote tweet or retweet or Facebook share or Instagram like. It's easy. Or if we do a story, you can share that story on your story, I think. I don't even know. I'm not that great at Instagram. Sponsor confirmation email winners. Love them. Love those of you that go to Athletic Greens or Raycon or Keeps or LinkedIn or ExpressVPN. Awesome. All of them. Awesome. And the YouTube shout out. So easy to subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Give it the thumbs up. Make a comment. And you get a great chance to get a free cameo style video. You do a shout out for whoever you want me to do a shout out for. It's that easy. It's also Big Show time. The Big Show. As promised, joined by a guy that I've been a big fan of and really admired his work for years, although evidently it says Ross Tucker is my mortal enemy for his <laughs> on his video right now. Uh, the great Dan Levitard from the Dan Levitard Show. Dan, thanks so much for coming on the show. How did that get on the Zoom? Is that something that uh, overheard? I'm an old person. Was that audio picked up uh, when I was talking off air and it wrote down on my computer screen, Ross Tucker is my mortal enemy? Dan, I can go in there and fix it for you. That was supposed to be private. He was not supposed to see that. Why does he know that already? What a terrible start. I'm sorry. Uh, Nice to meet you, Ross. Yeah, likewise, Dan. You know, it's funny. uh, Our only interaction, and I've listened to your show for years, by the way, um, 
our only interaction I'm aware of is like maybe six months ago, I went to a Cuban restaurant here in central Pennsylvania for the first time. Nobody told me Cuban food was so good. And I it was amazing. And I tagged you on my post because I know you're Cuban and whatever. And you replied, where you been, big fella, or something like that. And at that point, Dan, I had had so many beers that I replied to you with the restaurant I was at in Harrisburg, like as if you in Miami were asking me where you've been, like what restaurant you're at, as opposed to like where you've been, bro, Cuban food's amazing. I literally had had that many beers that I thought you were asking me what restaurant I was at in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Cuban food is the reason that I am a fat tub of goo. I am glad that you were able to appreciate a taste of it. Uh, and I, I'm also appreciative that you would be somebody brave enough in this era to be drinking beer and doing social media. I think uh, I don't I wouldn't advise it for you, but I admire it in you. You know, it's funny that you say that because the reason why I would listen to you guys all the time, especially if I was driving around and you know I had Sirius on my car uh, you guys are my, whatever your hours were, you guys uh, were my go-to. And of course now Dan's uh, part of the DraftKings family with Meadowlark Media and does like five hours every morning. I don't know how he does that. But um, the three things I say about your show, Dan, number one, you sounded different than everybody else. Number two, you guys are having a great time, which I love. And then number three, you are not afraid to broach sensitive subjects, which I love, but I got to be honest with you, I'm a wimp. I I don't do it, and I talk about it a lot. The best thing I learned at Princeton was how awesome it was to get all these different people's viewpoints and have discourse, and that's how everybody gets smarter. But I don't want to, like, lose any of my jobs, Dan. Like, I don't want to get fired. I like my life, but that, to me, is so unhealthy you're one of the only people that's willing to do it. That's a very kind compliment. Thank you for uh, thank you for saying it out loud uh, because we aspire to it, and you can see what's happening all around America, right? And if people listening to this were following what happened at ESPN, the focus groups came back and said they don't want what we do either. And I don't mean our show. I mean that voice on diversity that talks about the subject matter that's difficult because they don't want those headlines. The the fan does not want those headlines. And so what you've seen happen, I'll use them as an example, but it doesn't have to be them. I'll use ESPN as the example, but it can be anything corporate. What you have happen is after George Floyd and that summer, ESPN is doing commercials where it's Marty Smith in a van saying we're going to get Southier and Southier meaning college football and whatever else you associate with Southier, but it isn't diversity probably. And so I don't mind talking about this stuff because I think it's the point, Ross. Like I think in order to live with the mirror and go to sleep at night, I've been doing this for 30 years. It's super silly. And there's plenty of acreage and real estate that I could buy with the money that this stupid job has given me. If it's not going to have a higher purpose, if it's not going to be me welcoming you into the circus tent with the goofiness so that you're staying when I start selling broccoli and vegetables instead of the popcorn, when I'm giving you the nutrients inside the circus tent, if you're not going to do it differently and you're not going to challenge people and you're not going to try 
to uh, just put your imprint on something as you age and get wiser, then you then you just end up cashing in, which I shouldn't judge as anything other than people got to make a living. And this is a great way to make a living, Ross. Like, I don't blame you for being scared. And I don't blame anybody in this climate for being scared of not be like, why do I need to go on the tightrope? I'll just drink beers and I'll talk about the games. And that's a great living. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to screw that up because I don't have a facility with certain subject matter and one sentence can get me gone. Like I don't blame anybody who doesn't want to um, look over the side of that cliff, but I really do appreciate that you would articulate the idea that you gravitated toward us because at least in part, I was willing to try some of that and you noticed it. So thank you for that. It's a very nice compliment. Well, you know what I want to do? I want to, I, I, I like talking with, you know, most of my friends here in central Pennsylvania and family, they're white, whatever. And I know what they think. And I know what they say, right? Like, well, you know, why don't they just listen to what the cops say or whatever, you know, whatever it is, right? And I always say to them, like, you don't know what it's like to be a black guy. Like, I I know these guys. I played with them. You know, they do get pulled over more often. You know, they, they like, they, they people just don't know. And I wish we could have more honest, frank conversations like that. Without being worried, but you know, no matter what happens, Dan, like even, you know, the vaccine stuff, right? No matter what I would say, even if I was just like, I don't really understand it. Like if 99% of the doctors told NFL players, I took a Tordal shot before every game I played. I had no idea what the side effects were. I didn't know till after I was done playing when I talked to a couple of doctors and like, Dude, that's not good that you took a turtle shot before every game. I didn't, Dan, I took it, no questions asked. Meanwhile, some of these guys won't get the vaccine when 99% of doctors get the vaccine. There's the same guys that would take a turtle shot without asking anybody about it, won't get the vaccine when 99% of the doctors do it. But just saying this right now on this show, Dan, I will get emails and tweets from people that will be critical of me for saying you should get the vaccine, you know, that. And then people say that I'm not going hard enough. And it's like, do I want that? Do I do I want the negativity? I like my life. Do I want people to get mad at me. You're covering sports and many people around the playground come to the playground for the escape. They're getting plenty of bombing on CNN and everywhere else. And they don't want the playground polluted with this stuff. But... I would say to you that when you have the Olympics in a communist country that is uh, trampling human rights and you allow them to dictate all the rules on how it's covered and free speech isn't allowed and free speech about what you're experiencing in China would be punitive, I believe that that packaging is less authentic but made for television in a way that's vastly more palatable to the majority of paying customers who happen to have, because the majority is white, the viewpoint of white people. When you mention police and your experience with police and the conversations around police, all you really need to know about the disconnect, we can talk about all sorts of things, but most white people think of the police as someone you call to help. And most black people I talk to think that the police are to be feared, that they are a threat to the police and they are a threat to others who make the police protect us instead of them. Like that's 
that's the life experience when they, you know, I've been hearing the joke since college when I was talking to those crazy University of Miami teams and they were like, yeah, there's justice in jail, just us in jail. (laughs) (laughs) The joke they were making 30 years ago, those University of Miami teams. And so uh, Miami's very diverse, Ross. We're not like the rest of Florida. In 1980, uh, you know, we browned like a pie crust, you know, all of Cuba's stuff was dumped here and Cuba and Cubans and Haitians. And this is a very diverse place. Also, you know, segregated and troubled by racial dilemmas all the way. I mean, I'll find them anywhere from here to Ukraine. I can find it's a plague. Racism is a plague throughout the globe and has been a plague through throughout the globe. But Miami has taught me divergent viewpoints. Miami is not homogenized. Miami is not like the rest of the state of Florida. Miami might as well be a different country. Miami is closer in spirit to the Caribbean than than it is to the rest of what is represented by Florida uh, nationally. So this is a longer conversation. I'd love to have it with you uh, more expansively. I wish we had more time here because I didn't know what we were talking about, but this is uh, this is dense subject matter for your people. Yeah, honestly, man, anytime. Uh, I'd love to have you on again sometime. It's funny because initially... I saw what you said about Sean McVay using Amazon for leverage, and that's why I had John. The thing that the two thoughts I had on that, Dan, that I want to get your opinion on: Why are coaches' salaries not public? Like we know McVay got a bump. Why is every player's salary posted on USA Today or whatever, but the coaches aren't? And I know maybe it's a salary cap thing, but that always seemed weird to me. Like that shouldn't be the case, right? We don't know what the owners make. We don't even know what the coaches make, but my buddies from high school, my third year in the NFL, were like, you're paying for dinner. We saw the contract extension you just got. I have never considered the question, so forgive the answer if it meanders because this is the first time I'm considering it. But I'm listening to your question through the prism of the sports arena is filled with, we love to celebrate the athlete, but the athlete is labor. And everyone else is management that you're talking about. Owners, uh, the coaches are really just middle managers. And the fans, maybe it's changed with young people now and more learning that we've done, but fans tend to side even, (laughs) fans tend to side with management, even though they wouldn't want their own boss to be an asshole, but they're totally cool with uh, your boss being an asshole because he makes you tougher and he runs you through the military school and you're undisciplined and sloppy and you need uh, an asshole who's a boss to get you right. So that's the, the starting point on what we're entering. We're entering that arena. And on top of that, I believe that the agents did some of that. We are fascinated by money. And I believe the greatest gulf between fans and the people who cheer them is money. We don't like that these people make so much money for playing a game. We think it's easy. You know it's not easy, but a game we think is easy because it's what we'd want to do and it's our dream. And at some point along the line, uh, the agents started sharing the money because then the next agent could find out what other money was being made by others. And it just became we don't know what you don't know what actors tend to make, although sometimes they give the budget on the movies, but you just don't, you don't know what anybody is making annually. Sports is one of the few places where you see this. And I just, I I think it's one of the many things that dehumanizes the athletes that we celebrate because they're just there for entertainment, Ross, to entertain us. We want to know what they make. We want to know who they are. They are, uh, and, and somewhere within that, 
they become slightly less human because they're there for our for our entertainment. And I don't know if that answers your question because I haven't considered it before now. And it's a bit of a sprawling answer. But that do you have a theory? No, but that was awesome, by the way. The middle management part of it. I think perhaps they the owners don't well, the coaches don't want it out there, especially the length of the contract, but the owners don't want it out there because they don't want them comparing and knowing to elevate the coaches' salaries. That's what but the you're right about McVay getting leverage now for the media, which is a whole other topic for another time. I, look, I, I do college games for CBS, NFL for Westwood. I'm glad broadcasters are getting paid a ton. I don't ever tune into a game or not because of a broadcaster, but uh, if the whatever the expression was, the boat and tide and rises, maybe I can get a few more shekels. Dan, really appreciate the time. At Lebetard Show on Twitter. You guys all know who he is. Hopefully a bunch of you check out his show. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yes, thank you for having me. Let's do it again a, uh, a little bit longer uh, next time. You know, it's interesting because it, the more I think about it, it's really not because I'm quote-unquote like afraid of offending somebody that I don't address a lot of those topics. I know I said that with Dan, but the more I'm thinking about it, it's actually more twofold. Number one, most of those topics, I don't feel overly, I, I don't feel well enough informed to speak very knowledgeably about them, number one. And then number two, I guess I do feel like I, I, I'm a positive person. A lot of those are negative. And I just, I'm not, a, I'm not really into negative stuff. I just, I try to, uh, I try to live as positive a life as possible. I just think it's more fun that way. So I think a lot of times I feel like if I were listening to this show, I wouldn't want something that is a negative that they hear all over the place, everywhere else, every other media outlet. I do look at this as kind of an escape. I do look at this as kind of a reprieve and that if you wanted that uh, those kind of debates and harder hitting topics, maybe if you will, that you can get that elsewhere. But that look, I got a lot of respect for Dan um, attacking those topics. And I do think um, open discourse is a good idea, but that's not really what this is. This would just be me telling you my opinion which may or may not be well-informed. Anyway, here's what I do know. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone. Just some cheap hardware is needed. Heck, a smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling personal info on the dark web. What does it mean? It means you need to use ExpressVPN. It has an encrypted tunnel. It's super secure. It's easy to use. Fire up the app. Click one button, one, to get protected. Works on all devices. My phone, my laptop, uh, my daughter's iPads, everything. You can secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Tucker. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S vpn.com slash Tucker. And you can get extra three months free. ExpressVPN.com slash Tucker. 
Hi there, Ross. Let's start today with the NFL. Well, obviously, we're going to start with the NFL. We always do. That's all we talk about. Uh, but we're talking about COVID protocols. No more. Yeah, it's, I guess it's like over, I guess, for right now. I don't know. Nobody really ever seems to know exactly what could happen next uh, with COVID. You know, a different variant or whatever, or it starts to spread again. But for right now, it seems like, you know, whether it's the CDC or the uh, Biden administration or schools around here, um, everyone has sort of taken a big step back. It's strange because it's almost exactly like the two-year mark when uh, it seems like a lot of people or a lot of entities are taking a much more relaxed approach as it relates to COVID. Tux takes. The San Francisco 49ers uh, have a new quarterback coach. Brian Greasy leaves ESPN to go back to a team. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting. I guess with Troy Aikman reportedly going to get the Monday Night Football gig that Brian Greasy thought, you know, he didn't. I, it, it felt like a good time. He's not doing Monday Night Football anymore to get into coaching, which – it's a much, much more significant time commitment than broadcasting. And I'm quite sure he could have gotten a broadcasting gig in college football again. Uh, you know, he could have had a really nice broadcasting gig, but he wanted to use this opportunity to try something different and more power to him. You know, it kind of worked for the 49ers with John Lynch. Now they're doing it with Brian Greasy. Ducks takes. Big question still remains, where is Aaron Rodgers going to play this year? He's still torn, apparently, between the Packers and possibly playing for the Denver Broncos. I think some people have thrown some other teams out there, like Steelers, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Seems like primarily AFC. You know, I don't know. I guess Aaron and I have different opinions for not going to let this drag out or make it pretty quick here, because that was what, six weeks ago? Seven weeks ago? It's a long time ago. Uh, my guess is he's trying to use what's going on uh, as there's only two possibilities. One is he really doesn't want to be back and he's having a hard time coming to grips with it. But he really, because if you really want to be back with the Packers, what, why would it drag on this long unless which is a possibility unless it's all just leverage to get more favorable contract terms. And maybe it's not money. Maybe it's freedom after next year or whatever it is. Uh, I'm sure it's his agent, you know, working things behind the scenes. But a lot of people seem to think we're going to find out on Tuesday, uh, March 8th. I don't know why, but that date is out there. So, as they say, we shall see. Ducks takes. Sure, you and uh, Emery Hunt are going to talk more about the combine on this week's college draft. But your thoughts on Georgia's defense, especially Jordan Davis, who's stealing the show in Indy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And yes, uh, by the way, college draft will be Tuesday morning this week is when we'll record that. I hope a lot of you guys check it out. We don't get as good a numbers for that show as the other ones, 
I just think it's because a lot of you have never tried it, to be honest with you. Emery's awesome. We're going to have Fran Duffy on Tuesday morning talking about the combine. He's awesome. We've got, you know, what, eight or nine weeks? No, wait a minute. Four, five, six, like seven weeks till the draft. Engage. Engage in your draft prep. That's the big thing going on in the NFL. Listen or watch the College Draft Podcast. But yes, Georgia's entire front seven, Bri, was absolutely ridiculous. At, like they were as players this year. Just like they were as a team. Just like they were when you watched their games. That's the way they were at the Combine. And Jordan Davis rubbing, running a sub 4'8 at 341 pounds is one of the most impressive physical feats I think I've ever, ever seen. That is ridiculous. My guess, and it's just a guess, is that all of the Georgia kids, they take athletic greens. Why not, right? Maybe it's why they're faster. Maybe it's why they're stronger. I take it because it helps with my gut health. It's less than $3 a day, and it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Everybody I know, seemingly, takes athletic greens to drink their greens in the morning. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Here's the key. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Email time, Brian. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. My email address always, ross at rostucker.com. You want me to speak at a speaking engagement? Let me know. You want to advertise on the show? Let me know. You want to take advantage of one of our sponsors and then ask me a question and maybe win a signed press pass or picture card? Let me know. Ross at RossTucker.com. If you ever take advantage of any sponsor, I guarantee to read and respond to your email right here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Go ahead, Brian. So today's question is from Jill Tomasian, who uh, wanted to comment on a conversation you and Steve Fezzik were having about overtime rules. Um, So she said, I do like the idea that during the initial coin flip, you also have to choose overtime possession as well as initial possession and direction so you can strategize at the end of the fourth quarter. I also like the idea that you have to go two in overtime if you choose to have that first possession. And if you don't get the two-point conversion, the other team has a chance to score a touchdown and kick the extra point to win. What are your thoughts? Jill, this is impeccable timing because actually she sent this email a while ago, but... It's back in the news again because the competition committee is talking about it. I'm not a fan of the initial coin flip stuff. Um, That, to me, complicates things a little bit too much. Not a big fan of it. Look, I, I already think it's too... You guys know my philosophy. I was fine with sudden death. 
I kind of like sudden death, but the team starts with the ball on like the 10 yard line, their own 10, something like that. Um, however, um, as for the idea that you have to go for two, I don't know. I, I, I guess I like the idea that people have the opportunity to decide whether or not they go for two. I think they will. You know, I think like, let's, let's play out the Bills Chiefs playoff game, which is sort of the genesis of this. Chiefs score a touchdown. Let's say both teams are guaranteed a possession. If the Bills came down after that, I think there's a decent chance the Bills go for two if after the Chiefs score on their first possession. So I like the fact that they can go for two. I don't know that we need to mandate it. I think more of them will go for two than you realize, especially since people are getting better and better at going for two. By the way, fans, I know football is over. It's time for the madness. DraftKings, the leading sportsbook app, it's here to help you and your friends get in the game with different ways to fund your DraftKings account. Do you know you can fund your DraftKings account with cash? Yeah. Just sign up in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, select Fund with Cash in the Payments section, and get a digital barcode. Then just take your cash and barcode to any one of our thousands of participating stores. Super easy. And while you're there, why not pick up some DraftKings gift cards? Don't know what to get your buddy for his birthday? DraftKings gift card. Your neighbor who helped you move? DraftKings gift card. Want to give yourself a Father's Day present? DraftKings gift card. Done and done. Just visit DraftKingsGiftCard.com to find a participating store near you. March is here. Get in the game with these two awesome, fun, and easy account funding options. Speaking of funding, love those of you that fund us 100 bucks a month and get a shout-out for your business every single day. Pizza Boy Brewing, I'll be there next weekend. Sporticulture, humanheadnyc.com, and steakhousesports.com. Absolutely love all of them. College draft and even money on Tuesday. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.